Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and, well, really the most helpful people in the business community from all around our terrestrial orb, I am. Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business, and I'm the very gentleman who is asking you, my friend, are you leaving opportunities on the table? Have you landed some plum assignment that's begging you to take it public and seize the advantage? Have you perhaps developed some unique skill worthy of, shall we say, a more entrepreneurial mindset? Well, this day... You are going to learn how to seize that advantage and run with it. And you can learn that lesson from the master, Miss Karen Jacobson, a lass who emigrated from Australia's sunny shores to the Big Apple with a song and an exquisitely agile mind. And today she is what I call, the lady I call the most obeyed voice in media, with half a billion folks, I believe, hanging on her every word. She is sought after by business folks to speak on how to to live better, eat better, run their companies more wisely. She gives seminars, retreats. She has albums galore and a whole lot of new ventures, one of which you're going to hear about on this show. And her springboard to all this self-built success was an opportunity that probably most of us would have missed. Karen auditioned and was hired to become one of the voices on your GPS system. And from there, our guest has joyfully forged an enviable, multifaceted career of Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl. And it's fabulous. So so whether you're a talented uh, graphic artist whose life situation has just granted her a great deal more time, like Dorothy, or you're a graduate geologist who's just been consulted by an undersea archaeological expedition like Hayden, pull up your chair a little closer Join us at this Feast of Wisdom, all carefully cuisined, to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. Karen, it is indeed so great to have you return to the Art of the CEO and share your wit, charm, and savvy entrepreneurial insights. Thank you very much for for inviting me back. Oh, well, we're looking forward to this. Now, Karen, you... you started out um when uh on really i guess a, a a showbiz singing career uh when you came from the beachy sweeps of australia's great barrier reef north queensland i believe uh, and you hummed the tunes of olivia newton john and uh that was your original dream right that was and i you know i had a successful career as a full-time musician and performer and performed uh, on stage and live television in Australia uh, in many different arenas uh, through the years before, uh, and also doing jingle and voiceover work in the studio before moving to New York City, um, where where things took unexpected turns. (laughs) Right, they did. (laughs) Truly, truly. Um, And so I've I've got to ask, we've, you've, Probably told this a million times, but I uh, it, it, it is fascinating. First, how did uh, the opportunity for the GPS voiceover gig uh, come your way? How did it come about? Well, I had uh, an agent contact me who said there was an audition. Mm-hmm. They were looking for a native Australian uh, female voiceover artist living in the northeast of the United States. And by that time, I had relocated here to New York <laughs> City. 
I went along to the audition oh, okay. and I got the job on the spot and recorded for almost oh, 50 great. hours to create a voice system that has now ultimately ended up in over a billion GPS and smartphone devices around the world, giving oh, directions, uh, telling people where to go and what to do. So a totally unexpected development in my uh, <laughs> songwriting and singing career. And and that uh, was was something, as I recall, it was, first of all, I th- it was an amazing thing for you. And could you tell us a little bit about uh the the prospect the the gig itself and, and the, the job itself they hired you and you didn't say every street uh, they they didn't hire you to say turn left on Wolverton Street now turn left on Main Town I mean how how did they capture your voice Well they had me in the studio for fifty hours over a three week period mm. no long no more than four hours at a time and when we were recording they had figured out a team of engineers had figured out how to record every combination of syllables possible so they could chop that up and create a voice system based on my speaking voice. So really quite brilliant. And this happened in 2002. So that far back, there were some incredibly clever uh, scientists who had that figured out. That's that's amazing, and and I I think the whole idea of the GPS is astounding. But I think that Me they too. can bring someone. <laughs> Me too. Uh, you're right. As uh, as charming uh, shows a great deal uh, as you have on your voice, uh, on so, so it's a great deal of wisdom on their part. But and this is the thing that gets me now, now Karen. So you you put in your fifty hours, the last thing, and and it all finishes, and and he and the. Uh, uh, the director says, "Thanks, Karen. That's a wrap, and you go home and and uh, go back you're to my regular life. That right, you go back to your regular life, and you're sort of aware that that something that that a lot of people are going to be hearing uh, the voice of Karen Jacobson on the devices. But you they know, no, I know wasn't aware of that. I wasn't aware of that actually. Yeah. I didn't even know that oh. my voice, well, how it would be." ultimately used that was a surprise as well so when someone reached out to me and said Karen uh you're you're I bought my husband one of these new GPS thingos and he said let's turn it on the Australian voice and uh we did and oh my goodness it's you you're in my GPS Uh, that was also that was a surprise so it was such an interesting progression because there was I had no idea Oh, so they didn't even tell you. You you didn't say, oh, this is going into the GPS. You didn't even know that. I didn't. Oh my gosh! And well, now it. Uh, so it it came out, and um, so you didn't see that as an opportunity. Well, also later on, oh. as I understand it, they under the same contract, you got into Apple Siri, and the one who answers everything. So so. Karen, I mean, let's just supposing I uh, I were to ask uh, you uh, uh, on, uh, through Siri, Karen, I, I, I or, or I should say Siri, I desperately need a date for the senior prom. How would you answer that? <laughs> well, it will depend on how the engineers <laughs> engineers programmed it, but. 
you know, what's interesting, because I know today we are talking about opportunity and seizing opportunity and identifying right. it. So it wasn't at that exact time right. that I saw that this had happened, uh, that, I, that I made a connection. But later when my voice did come, when I heard from that friend and then subsequently people would be very excited to talk to me when they learned my voice was in GPS systems, I realized <laughs> there was something in it. I didn't know what, but people re- related to me in such a familiar way, I knew there had to be something to be able to capitalize on this. And ultimately, I realized that that familiarity people felt with me was quite unique and special. And I created an empowerment brand at the time called the GPS Girl and set about making the connection between directions in the car and directions in life. And that is how it, it came to be that I then created the principle of recalculating and being able to navigate change and keep going when things didn't go the way you wanted them to, which then led me to speaking on conference, international and national conference stages around the world as I shared that message with corporate audiences. That, and this is, is the kind of thing, it's a branch that you seize and and force it in into into blossom and i think it's it's a fabulous thing but i'm but it, it behind that was the fact that somehow some way karen jacobson's voice connected in a way that, that the others did not and uh we uh had a fellow who had won uh recently on on a sh- on, on the show where the David Farrow had a great memory, and he was saying the other people who had won Guinness Book of World Records things did not take advantage. And right, what, what do you think? Why do you think? First of all, what do you think made your voice? I, I love hearing it. it. It's it's very clear. It's very forthright, and uh, it's 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 lyrical, but and with with a hint of joyfulness in it. But what do you think made your voice? Takeoff is so popular. I think part of it is the Australian accent in many markets is really considered to be the most pleasant English-speaking accent to listen to. So I think that was a piece of it. I think it's that I have a background as a singer. So there is that little thing mm-hmm. quality in my speaking voice. But in terms of, yeah, yeah. of that connection and creating and, and, and making the most of that opportunity, it took some time for me to see it. And to make the connection, mm-hmm. and to and to be able to have the courage to say, is this is this really something out there in the market that can work? Will people listen to me just based on the fact that my speaking voice is in these devices? Is that enough of a hook? Now I knew my own personal experience was valuable. I, I discovered that it was valuable in that I am somebody who has recalculated or. Um, navigated tremendous change moving from a small town in Australia to larger cities in Australia to the other side of the world, pursuing an entertainment career, you know, overcoming financial adversity and chronic anxiety. I mean, I knew that I was someone who walked the walk, but without the traditional, um, you know, uh, pieces of paper to prove that I had uh, a depth of... Coaching experience um, or or some kind of legitimacy, I wondered if it would be taken seriously. And I, to my delight, there is it's a universal message, and a message that is so much more welcomed 
out in the world when somebody has had a personal experience or a professional experience and shares it as opposed to, you know, a doctoral degree necessarily only in, in a topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's, um, and I, I think one of the very words that is used in the GPS shows something that which you have seized upon and taken. You have made a wrong turn. In other words, you have just come across you have you've had a failure you you've, you've made a mistake and right. you're going the wrong way the word is not uh get back on track the word is not you have failed the word is not you stupid idiot go home you're too dumb to to to, to be on this trip the word is recalculate in other That's words right. stand up replant it's still ongoing the car's still running your life is still running and the word very word recalculating and that's something that am i right that you have taken to heart and when you talk to people that is that is one of your very themes is it not absolutely and i like every every human being have had my share of <laughs> abominable disasters in life and in my profession and and you know the 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 days keep keep coming and life keeps moving and at at, at a certain point i i realized that it's important to take charge of ourselves during those times to be able to give ourselves some room to feel all of the emotions that are there, but then to give ourselves a deadline and to say, okay, I'm going to let myself feel upset for another day or another week or a a month if it's something tremendously difficult. But then at a certain point say, okay, it is up to me. I have power here. I have choice. And I think that at the core, that's the biggest piece of the message that I have to share is really we all individually have choice and we have the power to take charge of our own experience, not necessarily of all of our circumstances at any one time, but definitely of our experience. Right. I'm so glad you said that. And, uh, you know, if, if you are, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the art of the CEO, which, uh, is right on to is hitting something very near and dear, both the host's heart and the guest's heart. It's, uh, every Tuesday at 2 PM Eastern time, uh, the Art of the Sea CEO floats uh, through the mysterious and mightily misunderstood realms of cyberspace where you may listen and download this episode, which you're going to want to do, to theartoftheceo.com. That's just theartoftheceo.com. It's on many ways uh, to get us, but that's the that's one of the best. The, another excellent avenue is you may join us on the C-Suite radio station. We're now proud members of C-Suite uh, radio, and... Um, this is a place where the leading business professionals like you learn to make use of the latest ideas coming your way. So just visit us on The Art of the CEO. Get all our episodes also on csuiteradio.com. And Karen, it, it, when I said this touches me uh, right where uh, so, so strongly, because I've in the CEO of yourself, which is uh, actually my own latest book, I've always felt that people do not uh, make choices. They don't make choices because, A, they don't know they have them, and, B, they don't see them as theirs to make. Would you feel that way? That's right. I think in many cases we're waiting to be told what to do. We're waiting to be told what Mm. is best for us us, 
rather than stopping, cutting through the noise around us and in our own minds and listening to what I like to call our inner GPS, our inner sense of self. And we all do have the answers for ourselves, but we let that noise get in the way and we become very disconnected and overstimulated right. and, and uh, you know, uh, underslept and undernourished. And it's a wonder human beings <laughs> make it through. <laughs> so what are we there, making it there all? There is just really so much distraction. But when you can eliminate some of that noise and really get to the heart of what it is we want ourselves. And I, I just loved your point so much. It's really, it, it, I don't think people are even clear sometimes that it is their choice to make. I think so. And, and this is a tough thing. And, 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 the, and you brought it up with distraction. Uh, in 1970, it was said that uh, the average person living in a culture such as ours was uh, fell heir daily to 700 persuasive messages. Today, that figure is... Uh, estimated to be 3,000. And mm. I think we live lives of pure distraction, but we needn't to. Now, speaking of your inner GPS, uh, let's get back to you. You you saw that you could, uh, that, that this was something that might, that was an opportunity. You saw the GPS station and you said, I could go talk to businesses. That's pretty gutsy. How did you lead it, and, and how did you then go about saying, I can make the shift from uh, recalculating within physical travel to recalculating within uh, business navigation travel? How did you well, – what, what, what are the first practical steps? Well, my, my entire uh, professional background being as a performer and being on stage – lended itself really perfectly for me to, to move into being a professional speaker. So, and really in some ways as a musical and concert performer, uh, I would, I perform songs and speak in between and would tell stories. So this was really switching mm -hmm. and sharing you are Will Rogers in effect. By, by spoken word and then in in between uh, I have incorporated music into some of my presentations so really my flagship presentation uh, it is never too late to recalculate is um, excellent to open and close uh, conferences and it is an entertaining motivational keynote so I made that transition by incorporating all of the skills I already had and then being able to share that message, hone that message, um, developed the five directions for recalculating, which is a five-step process for people to be able to navigate their way through um, times of change. And that, yeah, so yeah. that was that iteration of, um, of my business for a very long time. And it's, it's, uh, it's led to writing two books, having nine albums on my own, record label now it's led to um leading mastermind retreats which um i have this uh, a, a wonderful immersive weekend called the create experience and i work with people um, only eight people at a time in an immersive it's in the new york area um a full weekend experience where people really get to to look at their lives they may be navigating change they may just be interested in growth and they get to really identify and create their dream and make it real in a very practical, um, pr total action plan way by the end of that um, reflective immersive weekend. So, 
so it's interesting all of the 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 roads this this opportunity took me down not because because I was sitting around thinking gee I hope something could happen but because I really saw possibility in them and then created a path and a plan to implement them I think that's great, and I, I'm glad you said something that I think is a quill pen moment. Ladies and gentlemen, Karen has just given us a timeless truth. She said that when she wanted to grow, she took all the skills she had, put them together in a whole package to create a whole person, and brought that out into the new avenue. And I hope you all will take that and dip your pen in the inkwell and scribble that down and take it to heart. Uh and at this point, um, we do. I do want to get more into the retreats and also your new venture. But uh, at this at this at this dramatic juncture, I think everyone's an, an entrepreneurial antennae are up and eager. So I, I and I believe it's time to take a brief sorbet from uh, the feast of wisdom and allow me to proffer a few utensils uh, for the feast. And first, as I always do. Allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you re-scrutinize your peak performance time and figure out just how to recreate that environment? Or will you continue to allow the deadlines set by others plan your days? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense your yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and take taste a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book, which I am thumbing through right now. Uh, okay, and here is one. Here is one particularly uh, with Karen in mind. It is Donut and Ice Cream Chains. Chain stores flourish worldwide, but where is there one thriving spinach or broccoli chain? And so what do you think, Karen? Does it always pay to market to what people want rather than what they need? You know, I think I think there's a, there's truth to both. And I Okay. I and I think sometimes it is um I'm gonna speak from the health perspective for a moment. Uh, okay. uh-huh. One of because one of my uh, one of my businesses is a is a health business. I have a uh, a thirty days to healthy living program and a, a, a whole GPS vegan part to my to my business. Now I'm vegan, but you don't have to be, but, and neither is my program. Interestingly, but one right. thing the outcome I, uh, many people want is to lose weight. What right. many people mm-hmm. need. More than losing weight is to is to be uh, to, is healthy living. What they need is healthy living. Yeah. What they want is to lose weight. So it is interesting right, because right. the program is called the Thirty Days to Healthy Living. It's not called the Thirty Days to Losing a Lot of Weight. And even <laughs> though yes. what they think they want is to lose weight, what they need and ultimately. Most people, after completing that program, know what their focus is and what they want is healthy living because as a result, they are feeling better, sleeping well, have more energy, their numbers are better. They they go back to their doctor who who does another scan or a test and asks what on earth they're taking. 
And so it is, yeah. it is really, I think that's just such an easy, uh, straightforward example that people think they want to lose weight, but really what they need is healthy living. Well, I've always felt that if, as a sort of an afterthought to the quip itself, is that if you if a product does demand some discipline, and many of them do, uh, it's best to either make it make it fun, or yes. convince the buyer that uh, that that by doing it, she will become part of the envy elite. That also helps too. <laughs> At any rate, if you smirked a bit over that quip, we've got them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com. <laughs> And pick up your copy of 102 or 101 Best Business Quips, and you will find your little gray cells reeling with not only laughter, but a surprisingly perceptive overview. At least I think so. And as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is the name of the uh, individual who said, don't worry about people stealing your design work worry about the day that they stop. <laughs> Those words were spoken by none other than the entrepreneurial web designer and founder of A List Apart magazine, Mr. Jeffrey Zeldman. And not too many got that one, but congratulations to all you winners and stick with us because later on in the show, Blurting Your Way, comes another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a career-igniting gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before we return uh, to the Globe's most obeyed and uh, most master of seizing opportunities, uh, the GPS girl uh, and creative uh, creative catalyst, Miss Karen Jacobson, allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. And that company is Prometheus Publishing. And Prometheus invites you today to take a look at the book that we mentioned earlier, CEO of Yourself, Getting Down to the Business of Your More Rewarding Life. And let me ask you, my friend, it's real simple. Who's making your life choices? Are you directing the enterprise of you, or have you fallen into default mode? And is your governance bringing you all that fulfilling life that lies out there? Are uh, are you coming up with as many innovations as Google, and are you rebounding from disasters like Microsoft? Well, the CEO of yourself helps you discover many marvelous assets that you have, and helps you employ them toward the goal of bringing, well, a sense of mastery and a lot more fun. Um, I must admit, I've got to give you a little caveat here. CEO of yourself is not lazy, and it's not for the lazy, and it's not for weaklings. It makes you stand up, take charge as chief executive officer. You've got to form such things as principles, your own, forge your own character, and sculpt yourself into the effective person you want to be. It's got some of that discipline we talked about. But if you've got that kind of fire in your belly, and you've got that desire for an exhilarating life, go for it, my friend. Visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of CEO of yourself. Carpe diem, my friend, you are worth it. And now, with our utensils in hands, let's uh, turn your opportunity searching antennae back to uh, the professional speaker and creative catalyst, Karen Jacobson. Uh, uh, Karen, since you've sort of experienced it yourself and you've, uh, in, in your own business path, and you've, you've branched out into so many new things, when you give uh the seminars on your on your retreat how do you um first of all 
how do you bring people to them? How did how did you work at, at bringing people to 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 come to them just for to help someone who's interested in that? You know, I I'm always looking for ways to get the word out, and I have you know an email newsletter list where I send information out and um, you know connect with people around creating lives and businesses that they love. So I will email to my the people in my world. Um, your listeners are welcome to be part of that group. I also will get the word out on social media and then I will reach out to advocates, you know, really people in my in my life and professional life who have either participated in some of my programs before or I have an interest in, you know, a shared interest in in growth, and I will I really just share the information with them and ask them to um, to help me get the word out to people that they think may be at a point in their lives or careers where they are looking for uh, additional learning. So, so that that's some of the ways. Um, clearly, with my speaking engagements and media appearances, that also that also uh, comes into play. But it's. It's consistently, um, you know, just making sure that that information is out there uh, through the social media channels and and one-on-one with colleagues. Okay. Now, Karen, you have been the uh, president of the the New York chapter of the uh, National Speakers Association, and uh, you've been on the cover of Speakers Magazine, and you you make many keynotes around – and I'm just wondering, would you recommend for the average person who is wanting wanting to get into, who is, in, by that I mean not a trained singer like yourself, um, would you recommend two, uh, the addition of two people? Would you Do you think that uh, the beginning speaker needs a presentation coach, and do they need an agent? What's your thought? Well, having studied the speaking business for the last, goodness, nine years now and being really immersed in that industry I personally I've learned most of what I know from being a member of the National Speakers Association which is just the premier speaking association in uh, in this country and being able to participate in chapter meetings meet other speakers whether they be professional or aspiring speakers um, that has been where I have learned a lot of material. And if some, somebody usually comes to speaking with an expertise in another field, and that right. even though it may not be as a, a musical performer like my expertise was, that holds a lot of weight. And having a presentation right, coach right. can be very valuable, um, but there are a lot of very simple, straightforward actions somebody can take to build a speaking business and programs, in fact, that NSA has, um, you know, speaker university programs and and aspiring speaker uh, days to come and learn from the ground up how to market themselves as a speaker and what kind of tools they'll need both for their presentation and for marketing. And the second part of your question was right. about having an agent I I firmly believe that the beginning speaker can book so much business directly from their own circle. And even though they may not think they have all the right connections, if they have been in in business uh, for any period of time, they have many business connections. Most of those businesses um, at some point 
have a conference or an event or a sales meeting, no matter how small or large, and invariably require those skills the speaker can offer. So I'm a huge advocate for that um, one-on-one, your own immediate circle and professional connections first before going down the road of approaching having an agent because that that kind of work doesn't stop once you have an agent by the way yeah uh-huh uh-huh right that's that's very good i'm glad you you brought that up is it now before we leave and i do want to hear about uh tell us about your 30 days to healthy living program i look oh at your goodness. site i see a lot of vegan and you're kind of frankly you're kind of scaring me with this because uh is, are you just going to tell me that a uh shredded cardboard and tofu are all that i should eat or are you going to tell me that my mother taught me how to eat and why haven't i been paying attention <laughs> or is this something even newer better and more wonderful Well, first of all, I am vegan, but you don't have to be. That's what I want everybody listening to know. What I do think we can all agree on is that doubling the amount of vegetables and grains and nuts and fruits and and plant-based food in in, in what we eat is a good idea. And in fact, Bart, yesterday I was at the United Nations to hear the summary Uh report presented by the Eat Lancet Commission and for the last three years they have been doing a, uh, an investigative um, I think 37 scientists from around the world have been doing uh, work into what is going to be a sustainable way for all global citizens to eat that will not only improve health but improve the planet and yep. they came up with a, the planetary health diet which is oh. really 70 to 80% I think plant-based, but you can still eat meat, you can still eat dairy, you can mm-hmm, still mm-hmm, eat eggs, yeah. uh, but it's about our proportions. Does this and allow politicians, excuse me, does this allow politicians to still devour each other? Ah, very good question. But but it was very interesting <laughs> to be at, uh, at, at the UN and hear that a lot mm-hmm. of what I teach, share, and practice is ah. now going to be considered on a global level to be a priority. This will help save um, 11 million premature adult deaths per year. So oh, this is this is extraordinary um, scientific mm. uh, evidence that has been brought forward. But the program, if somebody is interested in working with me, I you know yeah. you do take out six major allergens for the 30 days, but I eat flavorful mm-hmm. food. You will never be hungry. You will always have something really delicious to eat. And and the and, never being hungry, I think, is huge. Yeah. How do, Karen, uh, if I'm interested in grabbing hold of this diet, or uh, how might I get hold of, of you and, and learn about it? You can reach out to me directly. My email address is karen at karenjacobson.com, K-A-R-E-N. J-A-C-O-B-S-E-N dot com. You can find me on Facebook, um, Real Karen Jacobson, and Real Karen J on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. And, you know, I love to connect with people and share information and to see if uh, different things are right for them. But, but yes, it's, it's a healthy living program, not a diet, and the results that um, my clients have are, are so incredibly inspiring from Massive weight loss to, as I said, uh, you know, really tremendous um, results, and it is not a hard program to follow. And 100% of the people I have championed through this program have had results. 
100%. So it works for everybody. That's wonderful. So I yes. think it's great that there are ways to find happiness and lose weight, lose vast amounts of weight other than divorce. It's great. And, um, <laughs> and Karen, to be healthy and you, feel good. We all just yes, want to feel good. That's right. Karen, uh, you said that during one of your uh, that during some of your your speaking engagements that you often bring in a little song. So if if you don't mind, I, I, I'd like to proffer you a deal, and that is I will gladly give to you a bottle of one of my best Cabernets uh, if you would sing just one sample of perhaps what you sing on uh, when, when you give your talk. Somewhere the rainbow bluebirds fly birds fly over the rainbow why then oh why can't I Ooh. My, that was the best. That was the best bottle of Cabernet I have ever spent. <laughs> I thank you very much for oh, coming on, and I will give that give to you at now. at our February twenty eighth <laughs> conference professionals breakfast when we meet again. So, oh, oh that's wonderful! That's, that's wonderful, and I. I, you know, I do still give concerts. I'm actually co-writing a musical right now. A lot of musical uh, performances. So I, I will keep you posted about that too. Okay. Now you may find that because Karen will send it into us, and we're going to keep on. Just go to theartoftheceo.com, look under news and events, and you can find all about Karen's show. So this will be great. I, Thank I you, Bob. really want to send and make sure I see it. Thank you so much for coming on, Karen. We really appreciate it. You are welcome. You have reached your destination. <laughs> I thank you. And as we round out today's feast, uh, uh, with all with music at all, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's quotation, and that is uh, particularly chosen for this situation. Who was it who said, opportunity is often missed because it dresses in overalls and looks like work? (laughs) And as a hint, this entrepreneurial inventor truly knew how to make the most of a light bulb idea. And if you know the author of this quote, remember, just write that author's name down as you believe him or her to be. Send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely life and career changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books bookstore. And be sure to tune in next week to the Art of the CEO radio show when you learn to negotiate with the big boys in hardball as master negotiator Greg William returns to the Art of the CEO to tell you how the hardcore work of of working a deal with bullies, bluffers, and paper tigers. (laughs) And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, American colleges are all gleefully reinventing themselves to meet the needs of business. Funny. I always thought that uh, that education was supposed to meet the needs of the students. Uh, of course, business has more money. Hmm. Ah, and to you, gleefully sharing our feast, I hope that you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Karen and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you. <laughs>